Hey everyone, happy February. This is Tali from the Astro Twins and I'm here with Felicia Bender, the practical numerologist and astrosile.com's official numerologist for your February astro numerology forecast. Hey Felicia, how's it going? Hey, welcome, welcome once again, 2021. It's, uh, it's kind of right out of the shoot. And yeah. I don't know, people are getting, people are like, wow, this time thing is kind of coming back, but kind of not really, you know, how time was kind of elusive last year. Yeah. So not yeah. so much the same yeah. anymore, is it? Yeah, exactly. We're so. used to this. I, I, do you think that has anything to do with 2021 being a five universal year, that dynamic energy again? Yes, it kind of like the clock is finally moving forward, right? And uh, so here we are in that five universal year year energy where it's all it's shaking it up, right? Yeah, what shaking you know, last up. year 2020 was a four year, and I know you always uh, have described that as like working at the foundation level. I think of like the four walls or pillars that hold up a structure, but they kind of have this stag for energy can be a bit stagnant in that way because it's so grounded in one place whereas five from what I understand from you is is much more like it's the destabilizer a little bit right can you speak exactly. to that a little bit more? Well, and it's that, yeah it's that interesting thing with the four that we were working with last year which I love the way you talk about that with those four pillars and the four walls because it really is structure, root systems, foundations, right? And it's nothing that can be that can be, you know, just uh, disposably put up <laughs> like a pop-up, you know, it's not going to be a pop-up business. Mm -hmm. It's uh, for the year. It's, it's meant to really be much more foundational and structured. And so it takes, uh, you know, getting something systematically in place and, and doing the grunt work really, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. detail work, the grunt work. And sometimes that four does get a, a little bit of a bad rap that way, you know, and I, I don't want it to get a bad rap. It's kind of like Capricornian, you know, it's a very hard working element that and that's um, so funny, because Capricorn, I mean, last year, 2020, was like a super Capricorn year too. So I mean, we had that doubling down of the hardworking, industrious energy that you were about to, to mention, I just my ears were ringing because I was thinking like, yeah, and with Capricorn, because we had Saturn and Jupiter and Pluto all in Capricorn for the first time since the 1200s, all together there. So now we have Saturn and Jupiter moving on to Aquarius this year. Is five a bit more like that? Well, I don't find that five is super Aquarian. And yet mm. what it is, is more of a destabilizer, right? And it's also more of that pick up the ball and really work with what's at hand, right? It's mm. kind of like that necessity is the mother of invention. Let's play with it. Let's ah. see where we can go. Let's try something new. Let's bring in new ideas. Let's open up our scope of, of vision to see what, what we can play with and work into something that might have lasting value down the road. But this year is not the, the lasting, you know, don't put a ring on it as we I say. See. <laughs> Sounds a lot like fire sign energy if we're going to broadly yeah. categorize it where you're like, which is funny because we've been taught, we just did our vision board event and we we're talking about how the first full moon of a year really sets kind of the manifestation template 
And we had a Leo full moon this year. The, the first full moon is either always in Cancer or Leo because it has to be in the opposite sign of the sun. So Cap we have January is Capricorn and Aquarius. So opposing Capricorn is Cancer and opposing Aquarius is Leo. So funny enough, I mean, not, not so funny enough in 2020, we had that January 10th lunar full moon eclipse that started off the year. And we did a lot of shadow work processing around foundations, history, family, global family, homes. And so yes, much and like the, the, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no. And the four is just to, to ring in on that theme is also the, the number of limitation mm. in, in numerology. And it's about facing limitations, understanding limitations, meeting them, and then moving through them or around them or, you know, integrating them in some way rather than being demolished by them or frustrated by them or, you know, or just giving up on something. Oh, it's, wow. oh, hmm, this is a limitation. How do we work with that? Rather than, oh, hmm, this is a limitation. Screw it. Let's go do something else. You right, know? right. <laughs> right. Like Capricorn, it's going to keep pushing on to the top of the mountain. And so here we are in this five fiery kind of energy, creative, and we have a lot of Aquarian energy going on this year actually there'll be if you include the new moon as a planet there'll be six planets visiting Aquarius in February so also a time and that's going to tie in I think really well to the kind of the fact that it's a seven universal month which we'll talk about in a minute but you know there's there's it's also a two month can you speak a little bit about that since it's the second month that's more of like a lighter kind of cap on things. Can you talk about the the two? Yeah, yeah. Because when we, you know, you and I talk about the the overarching universal year, which is taking that twenty twenty one and adding that together, two plus zero plus two plus one equals five, and that is uh, the universal year number that we were just talking about, the five universal year, and so to get the universal month, we will take that five and then add it to the number of the month, so five plus two, because February is a two, is the second month, so it is two, it, it uh, brings us to a seven universal month, and yet if we talk a little bit about the two itself, that two in February, which I always love because it's Valentine's Day, right? It's the yeah. love month, love it or hate it, right? Um, uh, it's it's still the, the heart month. And that is a perfect month for, uh, for the two, because the two, I always call the two heart on a stick, right? It, it, <laughs> It is the lollipop of love. Yeah, it Uh is very much, it is love personified. It is the two is the mediator, that lover, not the fighter, uh, very uh, ultimately, uh, and maybe optimally very patient, but very intuitive and very emotionally um, engaged like these people, these people, but when are, if you have a two in your chart, but then if it translates into this into this month, into the energy, it's very uh, emotionally connective, mm. very much about um, wanting to to give to others, right? Um, being very much into, ooh, you know, what is everyone going to want? And how's it going to be all warm and fuzzy? And what can I do? It's very little about yourself and more about how to how to have a really warm, fuzzy time uh, with those who who you love and those in your immediate circle. 
it's interesting because we always say astrologically that Valentine's Day was a scheduling error. It should have come <laughs> one week later during Pisces season, Aquarius season. So, so this big Aquarian influence we're having this month, you know, it doesn't mean Aquarius, Aquarians can't be romantic and loving. I know many people born under that sign who are totally hopeless romantics, but there's a certain heady, sapiosexual, like, high-minded kind of loving like they don't have time for conversation hearts and teddy bears and all those sappy things whereas pisces season that begins on the 19th most years in this year it does um is just much is that moment where you're like ah screw it all i'm gonna let the schmaltzy you know Fabio, I think is a Pisces, you know, like I'm just gonna <laughs> let it, let my inner Fabio out for some bodice ripping, you know. Love. I started to say, I, you're gonna have to educate some of your listeners about who Fabio actually is because oh. you're. <laughs> True, am I dating myself here? But yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You'll have to, you have to show some. Justin Bieber is a Pisces. He's a modern. Oh, there we Fabio. go. How there about that? Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. That brings it all into play. You'll have to do some nice gif or something with Fabio's hair going, you know. Yeah, he's just uh, that like posed for all the when, when we used to read paperback yeah the harlequin the harlequin romances is what they were called harlequin yeah, with his gauzy white shirt open oh yeah those is rippling yeah you know, pectorals and it's skin. it's kind of, if we think about uh, jason moma it's kind of it's kind of the before jason moma is that his how you pronounce his name <laughs> oh, I'm oh being yeah bad. Oh, he's yeah. actually okay really hot so uh, no i know he is but so was fabio back in the day i don't so. know maybe yet. It wasn't my cup of tea, I guess. But it wasn't you know, my cup of tea either. And but he yet. is a good. He is a good. I guess he. Yes, he definitely was. And he. And he. You know, he definitely. I mean, he made it on plenty of book covers. So some people must have thought so. And and the bottom line is, we'll all be much more willing to rip open our shirts when Pisces season comes around. But on that, you know, in that regard, the two month, the two energy could probably be applied in a more universal way during the first part of the month, because Aquarius does love to give it's a humanitarian, but it kind of thinks in more of a universal, you know, revolutionary, what's best for the collective, Mm -hmm. you know, and so before we jump into the seven month uh, that this is the seven universal month as Felicia just explained is you know we've got a five universal year plus the two of February and you get seven if we add all all the digits. Um, going back a little bit in um, you know January, I, I just have to say you know it was a one, you know one and a six, and like we had an insurrection, we had an inauguration with an amazing you know, star-studded concert. We had this mm. tremendous shift that happened. How do you, have you had, an, I'm sure you've reflected, we haven't talked since then, but how, mm. what do you think about how the numbers like played out with that? It's always so fascinating to me how it all kind of, you know, shakes out, right? Because the five, um, the five universal year with the one of January was at six. And the six is that, the nurturing visionary energy. It's very much about uh, love also, but duty and service and being able to, um, you know, it's this, it's really a focus on responsibility, 
right? Mm -hmm. And so it's that very on the edgy part of the six can be very combative in terms of this idealism. And so we see these levels of idealism, I think, with the insurrection, mm-hmm. you know, that there are ideals that, that the, 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 they were fighting for. Right. They, they thought they were saving America. So, exactly. You know, and so agree it, or disagree, they agree had or that disagree. Idea, they had know? exactly they had quite the, the manifesto of ideal in front of them that they were obviously willing to act upon, right? Yeah. Which is, you know, a pretty big deal. <laughs> Let's just yeah. face it. For the uh, record, I disagree, but you know, just wanted to put that. Yeah, out I'll there. just I'll in case my- anyone was thinking that. Q is going to come out of my mouth. And yes, but. me, me <laughs> as well. We are, you and I are on the same page with that. And yet, you know, to put it in that broader sense, if we talk about ideals and talk about that, that that was that. And then there, and then there were uh, very strong ideals on, on the other, uh, on another page, right. That we did see, I think with the inauguration and with the other uh, elements and aspects to that are beautiful, um, I say our, like, like, I, like I know her or something, but our beautiful poet laureate, you know, all oh, of these yeah. things. Amanda Gorman, she was amazing. Yes, just and the whole, the whole call for unity was very, I mean, like we're calling yes. this the beginning, 2021 is the beginning of the Aquarian decade. By now, probably everyone and their mamas heard about the great conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn and Aquarius that took place on the winter solstice of 2020. If you haven't heard of that, you've heard of the Christmas star because it got rebranded that way. But, you know, Jupiter and Saturn come together every 20 years wow. and they, they met up in Aquarius um, and that hasn't happened for hundreds of years in that sign. So we're, you know, and now we have them in Aquarius all year and Pluto will soon be in Aquarius in a couple of years. So we're really moving into that you know, I think this month, we're really going to feel a preview of what's to come. Mm -hmm. There is a a Saturn Uranus square on February 17th, which was a clash between the old and the new. And there's three of them this year, February 17th, June 14th, and on Christmas Eve. And they're all, Uranus is in Taurus. Uranus is the change maker, but it's in the most conservative and most troubling sign for it it's in fall Mm. there and Mm. it's clashing with Saturn which is very staunch but uh, but in innovative Aquarius so like I think there's going to be some interesting eruptions and more idealism coming this month let's talk about what the numbers say about that like what's the Mm. seven month all about so this seven universal month, I've got to say, I think we're all, you know, again, feeling it a bit. Um, the seven um, in, in numerology is, is the number of, it's kind of this analytical yet spiritual force field. So it is that ult- ultimate kind of left brain, right brain uh, activity. So it's, it's the analysis, the data, I always say for the seven, like the mantra for the energy of the seven is, well, all right, all right. If we, if we're all here in a physical body, having a spiritual experience, prove it, prove Mm -hmm. it to me. So there's a lot of that, that proofing that um, people are walking into this month. Mm. Show me the data, right? Give me the, give me the, the, the stats, show me the, the information. And yet also bringing in the 
uh, the unknowable, mm. having trust and faith in what can what can't be quantified mm. or qualified, and being able to balance that productively, not going way off on the woo woo realm, right, and then not going way off on the no nothing that I can't see or prove exists, right. So there's there's this really fine not not a totally fine line, but a line. Yeah. Uh, that sounds really um, like heartening actually, after all the disinformation that we dealt with, especially that got churned up near the election and um, so much, you know, even the, the, the confusion around, you know, vaccination schedules and Pfizer, Moderna, and that, of course it doesn't, just to throw a wrench in things, everyone, because we're not out of this, not out of the woods yet. Mercury is retrograde till February 20th. It just uh, started its retrograde through Aquarius mm -hmm. on, um, on January 30th. So that's the one, you know, like, sticky I feel like wicket. <laughs> yeah, there's one sticky wicket, but also like, before we charge ahead with all these revolutionary plans, it might be good that Mercury's kind of tapping the brakes and forcing us to do what the seven does to kind of test it, quantify. The beauty of that is exactly what you're saying is that the energy of the seven as a universal month is very introspective. It's much lower energy. It doesn't, it, you know, it lacks that kind of, you know, effervescent vitality. It's more of that slow percolative um, energy. And so I think that, you know, all of us are going to feel or wish we could sleep in just a little bit oh, yeah. <laughs> or go to bed a little earlier, um, you know, read the book rather than, you know, have that fourth glass of wine or, you know, something like that. It's more about, it's really about rest, rejuvenation, and it's a time for planning rather than doing hmm, okay. really very so mercury you, retrograde so exactly perfect so, alignment yeah exactly perfect so you're going to be feeling it from all ends so don't resist it just know that it's kind of like one of those things where we feel like when we have to push 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 and i know it's easier to say this and and be able to have uh to understand it in retrospect right it's kind of like it's kind of i always think about what is the 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 mythological story of Cassandra, the, the prophet, you know, who was up on the mountain or whatever. I'm, I'm probably just annihilating this, but she would, she was the, the seer and she would, she was a prophetess and she would tell everyone what was going to happen. No one would believe her. And then mm -hmm. it happened. And everyone's like, and everyone's like, why didn't you really, you know, force us to believe you? And she's like, well, sorry, I can only do what I can do. So it's, it's really hard to know what's going to happen if you don't do it. Right. right. And, and, and so then that's the only really gauge you have. It's kind of like having a premonition dream where you shouldn't go out in the car at that time and you change your schedule and you never know. Yeah. You never know if you would have gotten in that wreck that you saw in your dream or if you wouldn't, but you didn't go. So you didn't. Right. So it's that same sort of idea that mm -hmm. we get into. It's like, just don't push it this, this month. You will, you will get, it's almost like the 80, 20 rule, right? Mm -hmm. Put 20% of your energy. And then next month you will more than likely get 80% of the return, I but see. don't push it right now. 
because don't push it, really- it even if you're feeling prophetic which makes me think <laughs> hashtag pisces problems because they're always the <laughs> ones who are like no don't do it and no one believes them and then like later on they're just like uh, you know told you so yeah you know, told yeah. you so or they, yeah. they you know or they just kind of give you a little guilt trip but you know that you can't deny their their visionary powers they're just a little we're all going to kind of be in that prophetic energy after february 19th but you're saying like if you get that little feeling if there's something that intuitively feels yes just slow down like Mm -hmm. don't push it and and it is not ready you're just not yeah plan or if you don't, or if you just, yeah, or just unsure, and it's just our habit of busyness, right? Mm-hmm. Of being busy and saying, I have to push it. I have to, have to, have to. And so it's like, well, wait a minute. What if that weren't true, you know? And you could actually get as much or more done by trusting the flow and slowing down enough to feel into it. So it really is a time of also kind of some spiritual intuitive openings if you are open to it. And again, the the seven in numerology is a number uh, of trust and of faith, Uh right? In yourself, you know, and also in the outer forces, in Mm. in trusting the flow of what is coming your way, right? And so it's it's going to test us in that trust uh, factor uh, through the month. And yet I find that it's a really good time to have a conversation with your inner critic. You know, it's it's a really good time to uh, do all the, Mercury retrograde things, review, rethink, revisit, do all mm-hmm. the re, right? Um, rewrite, <laughs> rewrite yeah. some of those negative tapes, um, you know, review and, and, you know, I don't know, put it in the trash, but yeah. it's also a good time to another reword that could be a foundational thing is retreat. Mm, so it's a you know good right now i doesn't it <laughs> um and yet it can be it can be any kind of retreat it's just that you know retreat into your own you know, onto your couch and read a book or retreat you know into nature a little bit more or mm-hmm. uh retreat into an online course that you've been really wanting to do but to, been putting off you know those sorts of things can be very very useful and critical during a seven uh, energy uh, month where just, ex- I, I also find, I know this is getting kind of, you know, um, splitting hairs. And yet I find it's not so much a, an energy that's supportive of, you know, bombastically going after something absolutely new. It's mm-hmm. more about taking something that you've been massaging and working with and you have interest in and expanding on that in terms of getting deeper. Yeah. Right deepening your knowledge base, really, really, you know, getting to the depth and the breadth of that topic, because that seven is also the number of of, of specialization, right? Hmm. So it's going to be supportive of that. That's great with the last two zodiac signs going to we've got Aquarius season and Pisces season. These are very visionary, high minded Aquarius is kind of like you know, is that higher mind, that third eye chakra, you know, while Pisces, I associate with the crown, very ethereal, pulling things in, pulling in spiritual messages, but really, a, you know, like 
those things can be applied um, to the seven energy, applied to the plan. Apply. It's so funny because I'm already living this out. You know, we had, we were kind of playing with some different offerings uh, for the year. And one of them involved more of a coaching model with like Zoom and whatnot. And I really realized that I just do not I don't really thrive on Zoom, you know? There's just too many things to look at and, uh, and I get distracted. And then like, also I prefer to be more of an edutainer or teacher than a, than a coach, you know? It's just, and I enjoy coaching, but I don't really love like, you know, I'd, I'd rather, I think people, I, I prefer like just working with people and then letting them have the insight. And then if they want to go like deep, deep, deep with someone one-on-one -on -one to pass the baton to someone who loves that. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but it was just this interesting, like, okay, slow down before we just like funnel on into something. And so, you know, that's kind of a, I'm feeling the metaphors of like what you're, you know, <laughs> what you're describing. It's not like coaching won't be part of, any programs we do at Astro Style, but it's just, it has to be thought and worked in and, you know, just like in a way that is balanced, you know, because well, I- Well, and it's more of a fusion of coaching, teaching, right? Yeah. And allowing someone to take the information and you to, you know, to bounce it back and forth with you and then take it and do with it what they do with it, right? I mean, that's I mean, kind of what we all do anyway, but- as but a Sagittarius so. six numer life path number, like, I just don't know when to stop. I'll just keep, I'll get like lost in someone else's world and code. I'd be the codependent coach. It's not really the best thing for me. Wow. We're going to have to get wired. your logo for that. That's going to be a codependent coach. No, please <laughs> do not. Let's never print up those cards. Okay. Oh, you, you know, I'm going to do some joking thing for you and I'm going to give you that for your birthday or something. <laughs> never buy that domain name for me. Okay. I don't want it. I don't want it. So anything else about the seven? You know, I, I think that there's always so much about each of the numbers and yet to keep it really simple. And I think that's kind of in the realm of the seven in its optimal because yeah. often the seven can be, well, we can talk about some of the things that might, you know, be challenge points. Yeah. What the are the seven. challenge? Where could people like veer off balance? What are some things we should look out for? in a seven universal month to know like red flag, red flag. A few red flags can be, it's always asking us to open the door and peel the onion and, and, and engage the shadow, mm -hmm. right? And unless someone is ready, willing, and able to do that, there can be a lot of avoidance. There can be a lot of uh, superficial things to, to chattery things to cover it up, right? Whether that comes with, you know, more drinking, more doing more, you know, just Zoom call after Zoom call after Zoom call for right, no right. real reason, or, you know, it can be just this frenetic time to cover up having a little stillness. Mm -hmm. So if you're afraid to kind of slow down because it means you're going to be with yourself. And that means certain things are going to arise that you don't want to look yeah. at or deal with, which happens to all of us. Yes. Then you should really, you know, say, Hey, what, what's the deal here? Why am I filling up my schedule with all this, you know, meet, you know, not so meaningful activity. So, mm -hmm. you know, 
maybe maybe yeah. find a supportive person who can absolutely people person who can sort of be your sounding board to well and find a time find a a, you know if you can go out on a on a a hike or a nature walk or do you know something near or in water you know take a if you have a friend who has a hot tub it's like can we can i come over every other night this month move into your place yeah I'll wear my mask I promise um you know that sort of thing so those are things that you could really uh galvanize that energy around as well and the other thing about the about the seven is that the seven can go kind of one direction or the other can be totally into the out there airy fairy not uh you know their wings are not nowhere near the ground Mm. right and it's all that or they more, more, more likely or more, uh, let me, I'm trying to put it into words that make sense. Um, more often the seven is kind of like that energy around the characters in the big bang theory. If you oh. know what I mean, the Sheldons, the overthinkers, the ones who can't quite, quite put an emotion to things who are a little bit, you know, have that like social awkwardness or the inability to see how things really work in the, in the, in the world in that Mm. way, because they're Mm -hmm. so off in their own little analytical uh, things. So when this shows up as an energetic imprint, it can force us to kind of over intellectualize things yeah, or overthink it right? Mm-hmm. Like, like just annihilate it. <laughs> yeah. Brain. Getting lost in your head, which is sort of a pitfall when there are any planets, much less six in Aquarius. So get ready, everyone. And if you start to spin out, you know, I did, I've done some of the headspace app meditations. I, I really like just how basic and 11 minutes they are because I'm an impatient meditator still as a Sag but Mm -hmm. you know the the anxiety one is great the series and it and one of the things that has you do is just like as you're scanning and your mind starts to wander you start you either say thinking it like you just those thoughts are coming you just go thinking thinking or if you start to have some emotional you know churning you go feeling feeling as opposed to just you just sort of blanket them like that. I found that really useful for myself as an overthinker and overfeeler by nature. Mm-hmm. Um, son in the 11th house, I'll blame that. But, you know, it's like, don't, don't attach to the thoughts. Just let yes. them flow. Let them be the thoughts. It sounds like that's some good advice for this mm-hmm. month. Astronumerologically. Astronumerologically. If you walk away with anything, that would be it, right? And um, and so it really is a beautiful time to just be and yeah. to trust that and to do what's in front of you rather than be constantly projecting forward or sideways or backwards or you know all of those things to kind of really attempt to truly um, as much as humanly possible uh, be present and kind of just trust that even things that seem really screwy and disappointing or whatever, you know, gets thrown your way, that there's an ultimate, you know, destination point that is meant to be there for that reason. I love that. I love it. It's like, we have a chance to settle our nerves, you know, for many of us, myself included, like, you know, the last four years, were really an assault on the dignity of humanity and 
um, you know, just seeing the worst of humanity, bullying and racism and all kinds of isms emerge and just be, you know, propped up publicly and just, you know, the, the shit show that it was frazzled everyone's nerves. A lot of people were talking about how they felt like the sense of PTSD after the inauguration, like, oh my God, is it over yet? Or can we relax and we breathe? Yeah. And yeah. I, I read someone say something about it. it feels like we've all been collectively like, um, like we've been, um, oh, what do you, when so oh god i'm losing the word um <laughs> hostages oh that's the word yeah. that we've been all you know hostages and we've been released you know and everyone's like oh my god <laughs> right <laughs> like, there's a little now? bit of stockholm syndrome wait like can i relax or who yeah. can i know no. but mm-hmm. uh you know and just even when the when the twitter account got shut down it was like wait a minute uh i'm so used to watching these like assaults and they're not there so I mean it's just like I think you know this is a year this is a month where we can lean into some of that seven energy to soothe our frazzled nerves use mercury retrograde to maybe reconnect to some of the people who've been supportive in your life Aquarius is all about teamwork collaboration who are some people who you want to you know it's like as we're grappling with like this new economy, this new way of doing work using technology, like who are people that you see could be allies and collaborators with you and, yeah. and you community, know. right? Isn't that a quite a, oh, yeah. an Aquarian thing? Like how do you, how do you really uh, dig into or situate yourself within in your community and what does that even mean to you? Right. And look like, so that's right. another nice contemplative you know um, morsel to to digest during february and digest away because that saturn Mm -hmm. around a square on february 17th could bring uh idealistic clash again we're actually seeing that in other parts of the world like russia is having all these protests now and you know it might not happen here in the u.s as much but around the world there's like a lot of uprisings happening and I don't know what's going to happen. Well, there is that impeachment trial starting. So, you know, there's going to be some interesting, you know, developments. So more than ever, just really buffer your, your own mm-hmm. personal world with, you know, community, unity, high-minded values that Pisces spirituality and relaxation and, you know, we'll, we'll be back to get you ready for March, which is a three and an eight. Yeah, absolutely. So get ready. So, te- so in, <laughs> yeah. So just, you know, enjoy the downtime because you'll, you'll wish you had a little bit more of it starting next month. So noted. It. Okay. And all right, everyone have a, have some heavenly hibernation time. Um, I'm Talia Duke from the Astro Twins. You can follow us at astrostyle.com, at Astro Twins, and definitely check out a copy of our 2021 horoscope guide, um, which there's a, you can get it, access it from our Instagram link in the bio or on our website or on Amazon. Felicia wrote all about the five year in there. And Felicia, what do you have going on? Are there any offers that you have uh, to share right now? 
Yes, absolutely. At FeliciaBender.com, we've got, I've got monthly forecasts for your numerology. So nice. read, read Astro Style, and then you can read me and put them together. They are strange. They often strangely just coalesce and collide, you know, perfectly. It's really strange. Um, and I've got a few, uh, I've got a master numbers coaching session coming up actually pretty, pretty soon on Wednesday. So if anyone has a master number 11, 22, 33, in their chart. It's a great uh, kind of cosmic support group uh, that we use the book uh, that I've written to just kind of as the playbook for that. So yeah, just go on over anything. Numerology uh, is, is over there, a lot of articles. So if it piques your curiosity, that's the place to be. It's such great information. Will there be a replay on your master numbers course for people who can't make the third or is it? Uh... Oh yeah, we'll do another one. I really love having different groups of people. We learn so much, you know, from people's experiences and how they, they have, you know, their lives have worked with those numbers. So it's really a fun, um, a fun and informative support situation where you can, as a master number, realize you're not totally crazy. <laughs> And, uh, but get really good, uh, really good insight, you know, from the book itself, but then from talking to other people about how uh, their life experiences and uh, a few shortcuts to, I don't know, make, make, make your decisions a little bit easier. Um, oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. almost wish I was a master number now, but no, I'm a uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Darn it. Don't Darn have, it. as, as a really uh, close colleague of mine always says, don't have path envy. Okay. Just <laughs> <laughs> or chart envy, whatever chart you get, what you get, and you probably coordinate it with, with your guides before you got here and just forgot it all. So yes, let's exactly. make the most of this life here on Earth, and we will be back with you in March, everyone. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you, listen to you, talk to you the next time. Bye.